This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message. Don't you like the old things? I do. I'm old myself. But I like to bring you God's truth. It's old as the Bible, my friend. God's Word goes out from here on a regular basis and uh, leading sinners to come to know what the Lord be awakened to their lost condition. The Holy Spirit, that's his work to do, not ours. But we're to preach the gospel. You know what the Bible says that the Lord commission that the Lord gives every, every trailblazer, every good sound preacher, every saved individual that tells the gospel? He says, preach the gospel. Be in season and out of season. You know what that means? It means to to, to treat it like it is, my friend. Don't 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 silver, don't uh, silk handkerchief anything like some of these little young whippersnapper preachers we have on the scene today. I tell them, they come in here and talk to me. I tell them, put a broomstick up your backbone and preach hell off the cross. I had a man call me from Georgia not long ago. He said, Mr. Trailblazer, I got a problem. He said, I, I have a nice little church here, about 200 members, and it's a, uh, I've been in the military, and I'm getting paid pretty good, and I, I love this. But he said, everything is a committee, committee, committee. And he said, he got a committee to own the bus and a committee to cut the grass and a committee to paint the chapel, and, and everything's a pity, and a committee. And uh, he said, I, I don't have no authority whatsoever, hardly. And I said, well, I can tell you what to do. Next Sunday, you bring your suitcase, set it down by your pu- 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 pulpit, set it down up there where they can see it, and then preach hell off the cross. Preach that Christ died for sinners. Are you a sinner? That's what I do. I ask my folks. Christ died for sinners. Luke nineteen ten says Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. But oh, my friend, listen, you got to. We we're not a doormat for the world. I believe in being kind and gentle with my people, and I do. And I love our people. I love my radio listeners. I love you up there in Nova Scotia. I love you over there in Northern Ireland. I love you folks. I love your souls, my friend. But I'm not a doormat. No, sir, I'm not a doormat for you. And if you are take issue with with personally and with me, uh, I don't have any message for you. But my friend, I can tell you this: your soul is is going to wind up somewhere, whether it be in heaven or hell. Now we're looking at this study on demon possession, demon worship, and we're coming down to come not too far from the end of these stuff, maybe a half a dozen more. But we also find before we left off yesterday, but we find here a great fact <clears throat> that we need to know. In this present day that we're living in, yes, today and tomorrow, that is all worship that is accompanied by manifestation of, of superhuman power is not of the Lord. It's an evidence fact that Satan answers prayer. Satan, who is aspiring, listen, aspiring to the place of Almighty God, he wants to be God. He, that's what happened. He was thrown out of heaven. My friend, let, let's, let's face facts for just a moment. Satan was the most beautiful created being in heaven. He led the worship. He led the song singing. He led the prayer meeting. He led everything for it, I can tell. And I'm just an old poor old country boy. I can't tell you much theology. I don't know. I don't have no theology. No, sir. All I know is Christ died for me, 
Can you say that, my friend? Can you say that this morning? Trailblazer, you know the Lord died for me. Can I, I can't hardly believe it, Lord, but he died for me. It is an evidential fact that Satan answers prayer. Now, my friend, that's an eye-opener, isn't it? Isn't that an eye-opener to you? Satan, who is aspiring to, to the place of Almighty God, may and will answer your prayers on his own subject. Listen, even though that prayer is blindly addressed to God of heaven, demons can give all types of religious experiences and manifest themselves in superhuman power and make the poor victim believe that it is of God. Oh, my friend, you may have not heard me when I told you about a gracious friend of mine that I had met on a job many years, several years ago, and he was he's very religious, very, very uh, kind and gentle, and wanted to tell everybody about his how the Lord saved him. But he told me he was behind his house back in the woods on a creek fishing, and he said he saw a Bible or a book, a book floating down the creek, and he fished it out with his fishing pole, and it was a holy Bible, and it was uh, open to a certain passage of Scripture. I don't remember which one it was. But he attributes his salvation to that verse of Scripture that that Bible was open to and said the Bible wasn't even wet, my friend. And he would argue you from now to kingdom come that that was of God. No, that was a satanic to the core. Satanic to the core, my friend. Listen, you may rest assured one thing. Those things do not come from God. Why? because he's not putting the emphasis upon blood redemption in Christ. The individual who is redeemed, get that, who is redeemed, we sing that song here, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, but that individual who is redeemed by the blood is constantly praising the Lord, thanking him for dying for him and for saving his poor soul. He does not put the emphasis on experiences, Salvation is not an experience. That's why we have so much wildfire today in our many of our modern church organization, speaking in tongues and all of those things, my friend. This is where Satan has also pulled a blindfold over the eyes of many of our folks today in deceiving them in that they are constantly talking about the Holy Spirit and the experience accompanying the work of the Holy Spirit. And they say in their own lives and in their own heart. I've heard those things personally, my friend. Personally, I came up in an area where it was a hotbed of Pentecostalism when I was a child. And my mother went to that little church once in a while when she could catch a ride. And I'd go with her seven or eight, nine years old, and I'd see those folks. I know one time the preacher's mother-in-law got to speaking in tongues, so-called, and he had to come out into the audience and to quiet her down. Oh, my friend, the demons want to take over everything. They do, my friend. Let's admit that. The demons are real, my friend. They're real. They lead folks. Listen now, my. Satan has done to lead poor, blinded victims away from the cross of Christ and the need of redemption by his shed blood. Brother, sister, let me tell you one thing. Satan hates the cross of Christ. You take the cross of Christ out of your religion, you haven't anything. 
worth having. Now, don't get mad with the old trailblazer. Please don't do that. Oh, for calling your attention to this great fact. I know what I'm talking about. I know, my friend. And I have much, much literature here by the late Pastor L.R. Shelton on this subject. He was a great teacher, very intelligent, very smart. But let's see. Now let's go to another phase of demon worship and demon influence and see uh, the prevalent everywhere today which shows, listen, which shows without the shadow of a doubt that we're in the closing days before our blessed Lord come. It is this. There's being preached today a new gospel, which is a new type of kind of preaching. It employs the same language, but its contents are not the same. The new gospel that is being preached today puts the emphasis on social services, religious program, and listen, and not the blood redemption. Not blood redemption, my friend. This doesn't mean that in many circles they are not orthodox. They are orthodox in teaching, but heterodox, heterodox in practice. This new gospel is not opposed to human race, but it is rather friendly and appeals to the dignity of man and wins him by flattery. Not only, listen, listen, not only salvation, listen, the only salvation that this new gospel knows is to bring an individual to a decision for Christ and lead him out on a profession of faith, church membership, baptism, and telling that poor victim that he's saved. Now, my friend, listen, there is no Holy Spirit conviction, no Bible repentance. There's no radical change in that individual's life. Let me, let me quote you a scripture that I often quote here in my services, in my preaching. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Y'all know what it says? The Apostle Paul speaking. He says, if any man be in Christ, if any individual be in Christ, if any girl, boy, woman, if you, in other words, if you be saved, if you're saved, he becomes a new creature. A new creature, my friend. Old things are passed away. All things have become new. My friend, can you, can you say that in your life? I've often said the old yellow dog in the backyard will know when you get saved and people call me, write me, laugh, make fun, old yellow dog. I tell you this, if you have an old yellow dog laying on your back step, he'll, he'll, he'll let you know if you're saved or not. He will. You come out of the house stomping and hollering and cussing, step on his tail and give him a kick to the rump, you ain't saved. You're not saved, my friend. No, you're a new creature in salvation, but you're not a you're not a new creature if you treat your poor old yellow dog that way. Or oh, the old tomcat, man, <laughs> he'd go out the front door when you come in. You ain't saved. I'm telling you, my friend, that's plain simple gospel. What is the gospel? It's good news that Christ died for sinners. Christ died for you, my friend. Oh, I know we're not perfect. I know we're not 100% without sin. We all inherited sin. We had come to this world with sin, and it's there in our bosom. And the Lord has to keep it down. But, my friend, you have to be saved for it to be kept down. If not, you love your, this present evil world. And let me tell you what. 
the old tribulator is going to be true to you if it takes a hide off. I, I don't, I don't, most folks call me, and you know, I say most, a lot of folks call me and criticize me for taking a big salary out of this church. I don't take a penny out of this church for 30 years. I haven't done it. Oh, no, my friend. But listen, that's all beside the point. But if you, do you know the Lord this morning? Are you, are you trusting the Lord? Do you have prayer meeting at your church? You go there on Sunday night. We do on Sunday night and then Saturday afternoon. And we have folks stand up and say, Pastor, you know what? Mr. Leader, you know what? The Lord saved me. Showed me I was a poor old sinner. Gave me grace to trust him. You know what salvation is, my friend? Trusting the Lord. They told that a Philippian jailer, believe on the Lord. You don't believe on the Lord. You believe in those demon possessions, takes hold, takes a hold of your body and your mind and your soul, and you're not saved if you don't know the blood being washed by the blood, my friend. But this is the old Trailblazer broadcast. I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, and uh, I'd like to hear from you. Would you write me? Email me, pastor at radiomissions.org. And then help me with the broadcast just a little. You can send me a, uh, send me, give me your credit card number. We'll put it on file here. And then you can call me anytime in the month, first of the month, take out X dollars out of your credit. We do that for lots of people. And uh, we safeguard your, your credit card. We do. But remember, my mailing address is Radio Missions or the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810. Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And I'll be back tomorrow with another broadcast from the Old Trailblazer. And I'll be praying for you. Would you pray for the Old Trailblazer? And then help me with the broadcast just a little if you can. I appreciate it. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658.